0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and today is going to be an extra fun episode about starting running. So whether you are a previously competitive runner looking to get back into running, a little bit more competitive or just trying to get into shape or you're a brand new runner over 40 trying to figure out how in the world to start running, this episode will be for you and we have 10 tips uh, specifically designed to just getting your feet uh, out the door. So just before we get started with the content, I just wanted to go over a couple things that are new on the website, which is www.runningwithgrit.com. We have a free downloadable digital race tracker. So one of the things from my past, I used to do a ton of races. Uh, and I loved them. I loved every minute of them. I traveled all throughout the country and I've run, uh, throughout the world. And I really wish that I would have had some way to track not just my times, although that would be fun too, but also the people that I met, the course descriptions, uh, even just little travel stories. I remember just having so much fun with my friends, uh, and you know, just meeting kind of different people and it just makes me smile. So I created a digital download that you can get for free and you can record 10 races and it has everything on it from your P if it's a PR or maybe a personal worst. Uh, but just things like travel and you know, where what you did while you were there and things that you want to remember because I can tell you I don't remember as much as I wish I did from some of those moments. So that's number one. Uh, the second thing we have is a monthly habit tracker. And it's I've started using that at the beginning of this month. Uh, and I just picked five basic things for me. It was was basically, I I cut out alcohol for a month, I did 30 burpees a day. uh, And then I just chose three other things. And just having that checkoff list, I mean, I guess we're all kids at heart, right? Uh, It really did help me, uh, you know, stay accountable and just make sure that I, you know, did that for a full month. It's kind of funny how much seeing that up on the wall uh, really does for you. So you can download that for free. Uh, And then we have a list of 52 quotes specific to life and running. Uh, and that's also downloadable for free. We have that as a full blog post, but also just a pretty download if you want to hang it up and pick a quote for each week. Uh, I like to write them on my bathroom wall with a dry erase marker or whatever works for you. But I think especially as we enter kind of the, the season that I call of no sunlight, uh, I get really, you know, it's hard for me when the nights uh, come so quickly and it's dark so I can use all the motivation that I can get. So hopefully some of those new things will help you out and let us know uh, what you think. Uh, so we also do have a gift guide that's available on the site. Uh, so if you're looking to give some gift ideas to someone, maybe you could send them the link. Or if you're just looking for some stocking stuff or ideas for the favorite runner in your life, uh, we've got that too. And next week, we are going to resume the Running With My Friends series. Uh, I've got several guests coming on uh, in the next couple weeks to talk about you know their uh, running journey. One of them just uh, finished. And rocked the Chicago Marathon. Another one did a marathon down south. Um, just I've got a variety of different people that I'm excited to come on. So uh, look forward to that too. But with uh, without further ado, I'm going to get started with the top ten ways to start running when maybe you're a little bit out of shape or just a little bit out of practice. Uh, so you know maybe you're sitting there thinking like, where can I start? Uh, you know, you always should start if necessary, check in with your doctor before you start any exercise plan. Uh, but with that, I think the number one thing, and if you stop this recording or this uh, episode after listening to this part, that's fine because you got the key part of it, is you really have to define your why. I don't think I did this, uh, you know, enough in my running life, uh, but you just, it's easy to skim by and you just think I just have to do it. But if you have a true why, it really does help. And I had a coach a few years ago uh, that was my nutrition coach, you know, she really, really pushed me on this and she would ask me, you know, if I answered a question, why, well, because I want to get in shape, she would push me to think about why do you want to get shape? So it's kind of this exercise where you just talk to yourself for a little bit and you ask yourself that why over and over and over. So every time you think you gave an answer, ask yourself why. So if you said I want to run in the local 5K, you know why? And then follow up with that and follow up again and maybe do some journaling and sit there and dig deep until you really figure out why you want to do this. And then once you get that, you know, it should be just a quick statement. And that's what you want to screenshot on your phone or put on a post-it note by your desk or wherever it might be. Or maybe it's something that you need to see first thing in the morning because it's tough to get out of bed to exercise. Uh, But once you define that why, I think it's really going to help you uh, move forward. So that was number one. Uh, And the second thing is to set three goals. And I say just three because if you get more than three, and you're, you know, a busy, you know, you have, maybe you have, you probably have a job, and you've got all these things going on, and if you set more th- more than three goals related to running or fitness, I think it's just, you know, setting yourself up to fail unless you're like a complete superwoman or superman. Uh, so set three goals and make sure each one is actionable and attainable. You know, I don't necessarily set like the smart goal system, but I do try to make sure that each of the goals that I set is something that is actually doable and that I can really track. So if you're just starting, you know, and want to start out running, don't say that you want to run five days a week. You know, make yourself, you know, say I want to walk, run for 30 minutes three times a week. That's a much better goal and it's doable. I think it's even better to figure out a total number of minutes that you want to walk or run a month and or a week. Either one of those would be great goals and go with that and then do it on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. I think that's a fantastic way to track it. That way, if you have an off day, you don't just completely quit because you're going on complete on your total minutes and not on your days. And you're just less apt to give up on yourself. So you can set, you know, your total minutes per week or uh, per week or month. Uh, You can set, you know, a 90 day goal. Maybe you want to set within that 90 days, you want to run or walk a specific number of days. That's another great one. I think Um, that's a longer term one that's doable because again, that way, if you miss a day in there, you still have the other 89 days, you know, to, to get out there. So I think that's a good one. Okay. So number three is to use that habit tracker. And I mentioned that at the outset of this episode, but I do think it's important. So even if you don't use ours, it's just like a really basic grid, you know, create your own and track your progress. Cause it's so much fun to see like the little checks go down the, the marker. That's a whole reason that, you know, journaling and keeping uh habit trackers has been shown in study after study to, to produce results. It works. Um, Uh, And I would say, you know, just like the why, the other important part of this episode is take the word try, just like completely out of your vocabulary. And I have to catch myself because every time I say I'm going to try to do something, like just by saying that, I pretty much know I'm not going to do it because I said I'm going to try. So I would just say, like, you're not going to try to start running again. You're going to start running again. And this just makes me think because – I really like running with other people. I've always liked, you know, racing and running in groups or just running with a good friend and chatting or a new friend. And uh, I've also run over the years with a lot of my coworkers, workers and uh, my current boss is actually a runner. And so we were attending, you know, one of the few in-person meetings that's going on right now in the pandemic. But um, we, and she asked me to run and I was like, I'm way, I'm way too slow. I'm not in that good of shape, uh, you know, so I had to decline. This was earlier in the summer. And it just really made me think, like, what am I doing? And made me start to set some goals and uh, make sure that I was doing the work outside of just like slow jogging so that I could do the things that I wanted to do. Uh, So, really, you know, a couple months later when we met back up, you know, we were in California and I was able to meet her in the morning and go for a pretty extensive long run. It was still really hard for me. She was breathing a lot less than me, but I felt really happy with my. Progress and that I was able to do the things that I wanted to do again. And instead of just, you know, feeling like it was, you know, I'm slow, I I put myself to work and did the stretches and did the different exercises that I knew I had to do. And if I would have just said, I'm going to try to do strength training or I'm going to try to stretch, like I know in my heart, I'm not going to get it done. So for you, you know, don't again, just don't say you're going to try to start running or walking or any kind of exercise regimen because that's just means that you're not going to do it Uh, so anyway I would start with your three habits your three goals Uh, it's always a good one to have if you need an extra one make it water related so you know if you're just starting back like don't try to add you know say I'm going to revamp my nutrition I'm going to revamp everything maybe just make it about walk running and you know water for a little bit And I think that's great uh and realize i think that first month is gonna suck so i'm gonna read a quote it's amy hastings craig uh, and she says running is kind of like coffee the first time you drink it it might not you might not like it it's bitter and it leaves a bad taste in your mouth but you kind of like the way it makes you feel however after a few times it starts to taste better and then all of a sudden you're hooked and it's the new best part of waking up i think that is so beautifully said uh because you know we we have all this, you know, oh, I'm going to start running and I'm going to get back in shape. And then once you start and it's just so hard, that first little bit is, you know, you just got to get through that. So moving on to number four, uh, this is pretty well known, I think, but put the workout and the running times on your calendar. And don't just put them there, like do it you know, put it there like you're setting up a date with your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, your best friend and treat that. Treat yourself the way you would treat them. Like if you would show up for them, show up for yourself. So I think that's really important. You're not going to cancel an important work meeting or a coffee date with your friend. So stop canceling on yourself. And, you know, the other thing is everyone says they don't have time. You know, don't have time, don't have time. So that's fine. Like our time is limited, but we, we always just have the same 24 hours in a day. So if you've watched Netflix in the last month, you probably have time to get out and get in some shape. Uh, And you can always do it just like in small amounts. So if your kid's playing soccer, you know, walk, run around the soccer field. If, you know, you have a lunch break, you know, walk at lunch. I think, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, So I would say if you're just starting out and you haven't been running you know, make it your goal to walk for 30 brisk minutes, you know, at least three to five times a week for the first month. So just walk. And then what you can do is slowly add in uh, running. And we'll talk for a few in a few minutes about how to add the running in. But you know, don't don't worry about just starting with walking until that's really comfortable and then bump it up so shoot for that 30 minutes if you can't do 30 minutes all at once I'm betting you can do 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there and then 10 minutes you know another and I do that for strength training I I make sure that I do strength training like I try to do 30 minutes a day but sometimes that might be two minutes and then seven minutes later and then like <laughs> five minutes at a different time of day and you know maybe squats at a weird time like in the parking lot waiting for your kids but it, you can if you just set little things like that that seem silly you'll You'll do it. Okay. Number five, find yourself an accountability partner or a group. And just like consistency, I think accountability is key. And the people that hard it had already on this podcast, I mean, the things that they're always talking about are accountability and consistency. I think those two things, if you can do that, if you can just make yourself consistent and then find somebody to keep you accountable, it's going to just produce huge gains. So it might be a friend who you're going to meet to walk, run, especially for me from early morning runs, that's my best way to be successful because if I know I'm meeting someone, I'll be much more apt to get up. Uh, Maybe run with your dog, uh, discover a new group to join. So you can always check your local running store for suggestions. Most of them have groups, you know, multiple times during the week, a lot, you know, a lot of times. Uh, If you can't find a friend or like if you don't have a dog to keep you going, I don't anymore. My, My golden doodle used to run with me, but he's too old now. Uh, you know, maybe listen to a podcast. So uh, I find a lot of those, especially my favorite ones, I kind of do funny things like I can only listen to this one when I'm running and that way I'll have something to look forward to. Uh, So little things like that get me uh, going. Or maybe you're a music person and you have a certain playlist. Just do what you have to do. Uh, Virtual accountability is great too. So if you don't have someone to meet in person, uh, I have one friend who is starting back up like a walking program and she always calls me first thing in the morning when she starts her walk and just is like okay I'm doing it and she knows that if she doesn't do that you know I'm gonna text her like oh are you going you know so just something like that even if they live across the country just do it uh, and that will help and if you have kids you know remember that kids love to run Uh, so you know even if you're pushing them in the stroller like let them get out a little bit and run with you or bike alongside with you Um, or I used to take mine to the track and then they would play like in the middle of the track, even though I wasn't doing speed workout at the time. Um, but just, you know, it was fun they, I just run laps and, and they would play in the middle. And that was like a safe way um, to do it. So, so that's that. All right. So number six, you're going to ask, what do I need to start running? And, you know, or maybe it's just like, what do I need to get better at running? You know, the only thing you really need is a pair of shoes. So everything else, my goodness, some of my favorite tights or sweat, like shirts I've literally had for, um, embarrassingly probably 15 years or something. So, but like, once you find them, they're your favorite. So it's not like you have to spend a ton of money to run, um, but shoes you do need to invest in a good pair. You probably should just go get fitted at your local running store, uh, and, you know, figure out what kind of foot type you have and they'll get you set in a pair of shoes. And that's really all you need to do. You can run in an old pair of sweats, definitely. Uh, You can walk in a winter coat. You know, there's not really any weather that you can't dress for. Uh, So you don't need a perfect outfit. You don't need a perfect attitude or a perfect weather to start. You just have to go out and make it happen. So just go get yourself a pair of shoes. Uh, And then we talked about this a little bit too, because I said to start out with that 30 minutes of walking, uh, but then you're going to move on to like a walk run plan. So it really depends on where you're at. If you can comfortably walk at a brisk pace for 30 minutes, you're ready to start incorporating some running. Uh, so what I would say that's always helped me, and the research shows this as well, is use the talk test. So yeah, there's all kinds, like you could, you know, monitor your heart rate or you could do, use your watch to monitor certain things. But really, if you use the talk test, you probably can't go wrong. So as you're starting to run, you want to be able to talk to someone else we're not talking about starting like some speed racing here. We're talking about just getting back into shape. So you want to be at a conversational pace where you're comfortable. I think too many people start back and they start trying to go too fast and then they get frustrated, tired and give up. So I would say, you know, just make sure you're conversational uh, and start that do, you're you doing the talk t- test. So if you are able to talk to someone without being out of breath, you're at the right pace. So you're focusing on endurance, slow and steady wins the race here. So if you start with walking for one to two minutes and then you're gonna run for anywhere from 10 to 30 seconds and then you're gonna repeat that and do that for 30 to 45 minutes. If you're a little bit more advanced, like more of an intermediate level, then you're gonna basically for every one to two minutes you walk, you're going to do the same amu- amount of running. And if you're more advanced, then you're going to basically double the time you walk. So let's say you walk one to two minutes. Now you want to run anywhere from two to five minutes. And then slowly what you're going to do is just reduce your walking time and increase your run time. And if you start to get frustrated, just increase that walk time again and kind of back up the the ladder. But that's, that's basically what all you have to do. So the question that you're going to ask is like, how How soon can you see benefits? So I think this is, again, where you have to be patient. Uh, and what was the oh, the the quote I saw yesterday or listened to yesterday? It was like, honor the struggle. Like, if you just go into this knowing it's going to be hard, it is going to be so much better because you're going to just expect that it's hard. And then it's going to, you know, you're, you're just going to know it like you're you're because you can do hard things. Uh, so you're going to see benefits generally after 21 days or three weeks. So if you've ever heard the old thing that, you know, habits are with within 21 days, so is your fitness in general. I mean, endurance can take four to five weeks to really see a benefit, but I think I used to always think this when I did harder workouts too. Like if you did a hard workout today, you're going to see those benefits in three weeks. That's, I mean, basic science. It's not perfect, but it's a pretty good imperfect, you know, rule of thumb. So just get out there today. And then three weeks from now, uh, you're going to see the the benefits of today. And that's where I said patience has to come into this and just realizing that it's going to be hard. But if you keep up with this for, you know, if three months, I can promise, like it becomes a habit and you're going to be, uh, your fitness will be so much better. Okay. All right. So number eight is to run for time and not miles. So I think, especially if you were a previous runner like me, uh, I have a hard time seeing slow paces on miles. Um, like, uh, I'm just like, what in the world? So it's better for me to run based on minutes. Uh, and just based on my exertion. And like I said, I use that talk test, but obviously for harder runs, you know, as you get into shape, then you can start challenging yourself a little bit. But even so, um, you know, running for time and not miles, I that first month you're starting back, don't even look at the distance you went. Go for time and time alone. So again, if you started out with 30 minutes of walk running three to five days a week, you are winning huge. So I just keep doing that. Just stop worrying about, you know, the miles that are on on your little fitness tracker, it's great to track your steps because I think that's fun. But like, just don't get caught up in the miles and, and any kind of pace. Uh, And then you might be asking, you know, how often should I run? And that depends on your ultimate goal. So if you're looking to train for anything under like a 10K or 5K, you probably are going to want to run three to five days a week. And then if you if your ultimate goal is like a 10K or half marathon, you know, you're going to have to step it up after that phase where you're comfortably running three to five times a week. And it's going to be probably more like five times a week. Although, you know, if you cross train and do some other endurance activities, you know, that will be fine too. So I think that's, uh, you know, if you're just starting out, shoot for three days, you know, that's better. And especially if you can get in some walking on those additional days, even if the running's not into it. Okay. Uh, Number nine, kind of I, I've already alluded to it, but it's just embrace the suck. So again, I, I said, honor the struggle, embrace the suck, like realize it's going to be hard when you're trying to get back in shape. But, you know, everything hard, you know, is worth it. So you owe it to yourself to do it. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you obviously want to do it. So like I said earlier, just stop trying to do it and just do it. And if you expect it to hurt and be harder, you know, then you're going to you're gonna win. You're going to, need to keep at it, so you know. Adopt the mindset that you're the kind of person that does hard things. Like you can totally do it. So you seeked out this challenge, and so you want to work hard. Uh, some, number nine, and this is another one I quickly mentioned, but I said don't set all these goals and you know think I'm gonna you're gonna change your nutrition, you're gonna you know uh, you do everything all in a month. So just stick to the walk, running, uh, and then also drink a lot of water. Uh, So that will just help your nutrition period because if you're drinking more water, you're just going to have more clarity. Your whole GI system is going to be better, you know, and that's a whole nother conversation. There's a lot of different, there's literature and lots of different podcasts and and blogs all about just the runner's belly, but water can really help with that. So uh, that's, you know, something to start out with so that you make it a habit and it will help you with your recovery too. And then number 10 is just to start. So the best way to start running again is to seriously like simply start. You just have to get yourself going. Uh so if you need a motivational quote, you know whatever it is that you need to get yourself out the door um or you know an accountability person, just do it, but you know just starting. If you start tomorrow, like don't say you're going to start like you know, in the new year, like, just don't do that. Start the next day. Like, seriously, even if you don't have a new pair of tennis shoes, get a new pair out and just do it because every day that you don't start is another day that you lost. And so we tend to wait until the new year or the um, new month or something like that to start new habits. And I think, you know, if the pandemic taught us anything that it's that we, we don't have any guarantee of what's in, you know, ahead of us, right? So why not, you know, if it's not the end of the day for you, you know, maybe go out for a 20 minute walk now, but just do something and get moving and you'll be so happy that you did. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Running After 40 podcast. Uh, I will humbly ask you to uh give us a like on iTunes if you have a moment. That helps us show up in the ratings. Um, we would love to hear topic ideas. You can email runningwithgrid at gmail.com and give us any kind of suggestions or ideas. Or if you are a running runner that's over the age of 40 that has stories to tell, uh, I would love to interview on you on the podcast as well. I'm trying to just get as many different types of runners on the show for people to relate to and learn from as possible. So thanks again and enjoy your time on the run.